بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم كتاب الزكاة The Book of Zakat First باب باب وجوب الزكاة The Obligation of Zakat So first of all Imam Bukhari proves that zakat is is voluntary How is it? Obligatory Remember that zakat is one of the pillars of Islam and in the Quran it is mentioned with salah so many times and Imam Bukhari brings the ayah, وَقَوْلِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى And Allah the Exalted has said, وَأَقِيمُ الصَّلَاةَ وَآتُ الزَّكَاةَ This is such a common phrase, isn't it? That establish the prayer and give the zakat. So this shows to us that just as salah is obligatory, zakat is also obligatory. And this is the reason why those who refuse to give zakat or deny the concept of zakat then some consider that such people have actually committed kufr. They're no longer Muslim. However, the safer opinion is that the one who does not give zakat has not committed kufr. They're still a Muslim. All right? If a person does not give zakat, inshaAllah, they're still Muslim. Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ in a hadith, and this is a long hadith in which he mentioned that there is no owner of treasure who does not pay zakat except that such and such will happen on the Day of Judgment to him. And he's mentioned in detail about the kind of punishment that this person will be given. And then finally, at the end, he said, ثُمَّ يَرَى سَبِيلَهُ إِمَّا إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ وَإِمَّا إِلَى النَّارِ And then that person will see his way either leading to paradise or leading to hell. This is a hadith mentioned in Muslim. So we see that there is severe punishment for those who do not give zakat, and that punishment begins in the mahshar, in the great gathering. But then the Prophet ﷺ said that then the person will see his way either towards Jannah or towards fire. So this means that there is a possibility for this person to still make it to Jannah. Right? So his iman, his Islam is still valid. And there is a narration of Abdullah ibn Shaqiq that the Sahaba did not consider to be kufr anything except leaving salah. Meaning if a person abandoned the prayer completely, then okay, it would be said that this person has committed kufr. But nothing other than that. So it is not kufr to not give zakat. However, a person is in a lot of danger for not giving zakat. Because as we will see in this chapter, Many a hadith that tell us not just about its importance, but also the consequences of not giving zakat properly. When it comes to the obligation of zakat, remember that there is great wisdom in it. Why has Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded us to give zakat? There is great wisdom in it. When you look at the different commands that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, you can see that either we are being commanded to refrain from what we love, or we are being commanded to give of what we love. So for example, we love sleep. We love food. But we are commanded to fast. And we are commanded to pray at certain times so that we cannot sleep whenever we want. Isn't it? So we have on the one hand commands that make us refrain from what we love. And then on the other hand, there are commands that make us give of what we love. Right? Like for example, zakat. Zakat, you have to give off your money, your gold, your jewelry, your profit, or the money that you've saved. You have to give of it. And giving money is not necessarily easy because people love money. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself tells us in the Quran, jamma. You love money with immense love. Immense love you have for money. وَإِنَّهُ لِحُبِّ الْخَيْرِ لَشَدِيدٍ That indeed the human being is very intense in his love for money. And we see that when commands are of, you know, the nature of commands is different in the sense that in some commands we're being commanded to give what we love and in other commands we're being commanded to refrain from what we love, then a person is tested in different ways. And when a person is tested in different ways by giving and by refraining, then it is known that he is truthful. Then it is known that he is truthful. Because for some people, giving money is very easy. For a generous person, giving money, not difficult at all. But for the same person, to refrain from what he loves can be very difficult. Isn't it so? So for example, if a person is generous, for them, giving would be actually very satisfying. Right? But then, for them to fast might be challenging. Right? So when there are different types of commands, then the truthful is known from the one who is not truthful. Or you could say that the one who truly obeys Allah is differentiated from the one who obeys His desire. We see that when it comes to the different commands that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given, for example, salah, you perform with your body. Right? It's amal badani. It involves your badan, your body. Hajj, is amal badani and mali. You have to use your body and your money. Zakat, you have to use your money. Amal mali. And then saum, fasting, you have to restrain. Right? You have to stay away. So this shows the perfect wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He has given us a variety of commands so that we can also see ourselves that do I really obey Allah or do I just do what I find pleasing? So when it comes to zakat, remember that zakat is not a choice. It's an obligation. It's an obligation when certain conditions are met, of course, and inshallah we will be looking at that in the future. But here Imam Bukhari proves about the obligation of zakat. وَقَالَ ابْنُ عَبَّاسٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمَا حَدَّثَنِي أَبُوْ سُفْيَانٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ فَذَكَرَ حَدِيثَ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ Ibn Abbas reported that Abu Sufyan narrated to me, and then he mentioned the long hadith in which he said, فَقَالَ يَأْمُرُنَا بِالصَّلَاةِ وَالزَّكَاةِ وَالصِّلَةِ وَالْعَفَافِ Remember that Hiraqul, uh, he questioned Abu Sufyan about the Prophet And one of the questions that he asked Abu Sufyan was, that what does Muhammad tell you to do? What does he tell you to do? And at this time, remember, Abu Sufyan was not a Muslim. So Abu Sufyan replied that he commands us to pray, to give zakat, to join relations, and to be chaste. So remember, Abu Sufyan was not a Muslim at this time, but even he knew that the Prophet ﷺ instructs people to give zakat. Even he knew that zakat is a major part of Islam. And Abu Sufyan was from where? From Makkah. Right? So from the very beginning, the Prophet ﷺ told people to give zakat. And in the Qur'an there are verses that, from the Makki surahs also, that tell people to give zakat. So this proves that zakat is optional. What is it? It's mandatory. It's wajib. Let's look at the hadith. حدثنا أبو عاصم الضحاك بن مخلد عن زكريا 
ابن اسحاق عن يحيى ابن عبد الله ابن صيفي عن ابي معبد عن ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما ان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بعث معاذا رضي الله عنه الى اليمن The Prophet ﷺ sent Mu'adh to Yemen. فقال, and he instructed him that أدعوهم إلى شهادة لا إله إلا الله. When you go to Yemen, call people to testify that there is no God worthy of worship except Allah وأني رسول الله and that I am the Messenger of Allah. فإنهم أطاعوا لذلك then if they obey that meaning if they testify لا إله إلا الله and Muhammad Rasulullah, then فَأَعْلِمْهُمْ Then you tell them أَنَّ اللَّهَ قَدْ افْتَرَضَ عَلَيْهِمْ That indeed Allah has obligated on them خَمْسَ صَلَوَاتٍ فِي كُلِّ يَوْمٍ وَلَيْلَةٍ Five prayers in every day and night. Meaning, then tell them about the five daily prayers. فَإِنْهُمْ أَطَاعُوا لِذَلِكَ Then if they obey that, meaning they perform the five daily prayers, then فَأَعْلِمْهُمْ أَنَّ اللَّهَ Then tell them that indeed Allah اِفْتَرَضَ عَلَيْهِمْ صَدَقَةً فِي أَمْوَالِهِمْ That Allah has obligated on them a charity in their wealth, meaning that they must give charity. With charity, تُؤْخَذُ مِنْ أَغْنِيَائِهِمْ A charity that will be taken from their rich, وَتُرَدُّ عَلَى فُقَرَائِهِمْ And it will be given to their poor. So what do we see in this hadith? That the Prophet ﷺ sent Mu'adh عنه, as a da'i to where? To Yemen. And this was in the 10th year of Hijrah, in the month of Rabi'ul Awwal. And the Prophet ﷺ told him to go step by step. That begin with the most important and then the next important. Don't overload them with so much information. Right? Begin with the most important. And once they accept that, then give them the next important thing. So begin with what? With shahada, because that is the key. Then the next important, which is salat. And then if they accept that, they understand it, and they have started practicing it, then teach them about zakat. And this is a very important methodology that we learn from the Prophet ﷺ, that how should we teach things? How? Gradually. And especially when you're doing dawah. Don't start your discussion of da'wah with polygamy in Islam, or hijab, or fighting, etc. No. Begin with what? Bring people back to what? Shahada Allah ilaha illallah, and then Muhammad wasallam is a messenger of Allah. Bring them back to the foundation. Because if a person understands this shahada, then everything else will make sense. Right? And if this foundation is weak, then whatever you build on the structure will collapse. So begin with the shahada, then salah, and then zakat. Now we see in this hadith that the Prophet ﷺ clearly told him that tell them about zakat, tell them that Allah has commanded them. عليهم, so this is the wording of the hadith that is relevant to us. That Allah has obligated on them zakat. In this hadith we also see that zakat is called, what is it called? Sadaqa. Because that is what zakat is. It is a charity. It is for the poor. And it is to be taken from the rich of a certain community and to be given to their poor. You understand? To be taken from the rich of a community and given to their poor. We think zakat must only be sent to third world countries. I mean, that is good. That's fine. 
but also consider the needs of the people where you live. So perhaps give some of your zakat in your local community and some of your zakat, send it somewhere else. And we see also finally that zakat is obligatory on the rich person. Aghniyaihim. And who is a rich person? The rich person is the one who owns the nisab of zakat. And inshallah, what exactly the nisab is, meaning what the minimum amount of wealth is on which a person has to give zakat, we will look at that later. But remember that a rich person is not necessarily someone who's a millionaire. A rich person is someone who has enough money on which zakat is payable. حدثنا حفص بن عمر حدثنا شعبة عن ابن عثمان بن عبد الله بن موهب عن موسى بن طلحة عن أبي أيوب رضي الله عنه أن رجلا قال للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم A man said to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم أخبرني بعمل Tell me about an action يدخلني الجنة that will admit me into paradise قال ما له ما له The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said What is with him? What is with him? Meaning he expressed his amazement Okay, he expressed his amazement at this man's question and interest. وَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمْ And then the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, أَرَبٌ مَا لَهُ أَرَبٌ مَا لَهُ Meaning, حَاجَ عَظِيمَ That this person has a great need. Meaning, he's, he's asking about something that's very important. Okay, He's asking about something that's very important to him. Don't underestimate the value of his question. And he said to him, تَعْبُدَ اللَّهِ You should worship Allah if you want to enter Jannah. وَلَا تُشْرِكْ بِهِ شَيْئًا And do not associate anything with him. وَتُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ And you establish the prayer. وَتُؤْتِ الزَّكَاةِ And you give the zakah. وَتَصِلُ الرَّحِمِ And you join the relationships. So this will allow you to enter Jannah. وقال بهز حدثنا شعبة حدثنا محمد بن عثمان وأبوه عثمان بن عبد الله أنهما سمع موسى بن طلحة عن أبي أيوب بهذا قال أبو عبد الله أخشى أن يكون محمد غير محفوظ إنما هو عمر basically there is another narration that is mentioning over here or rather uh, the names of some people in the Isnad are mentioned over here so what we see in this hadith is that one of the things that make people enter Jannah is what? is what? giving zakat حدثني محمد بن عبد الرحيم حدثنا عفان بن مسلم حدثنا وهيب عن يحيى بن سعيد بن حيان عن أبي زرعة عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه أن أعرابيا أبو هريرة reported that a Bedouin أتى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم came to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال أن the Bedouin said دلني على عمل inform me, guide me to an action إذا عملته دخلت الجنة which when I do I will enter Jannah قال the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said تعبد الله لا تشرك به شيئا worship Allah and do not associate anything with him وتقيم الصلاة المكتوبة and you establish the ordained or the prescribed the obligatory prayers وتؤدي الزكاة المفروضة and you give the obligatory zakat وتصوم رمضان and you fast the month of Ramadan قال the man said والذي نفسي بيده by the one in whose hand is my soul لا أزيد على هذا I will not add to this meaning I will only do this stuff فلما ولا then when the person went away he turned around to go away قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said من سره أن ينظر إلى رجل من أهل الجنة فلينظر إلى هذا whoever wishes to see a person from the people of Jannah should look at this man why? 
because he has said that he will do these things so he will enter jannah inshallah حدثنا مسدد عن يحيى عن أبي حيان قال أخبرني أبو زرعة عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بهذا. He noticed Hajj is not mentioned in this list because the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم perhaps knew that this man was not able to go for Hajj. Alright, remember that for Hajj there is a condition which is that a person should be able to do Hajj. Alright, but again from this hadith we see about the obligation of zakat because in particular the words say about zakat وتؤدي الزكاة المفروضة obligatory. حدثنا حجاج حدثنا حماد بن زيد حدثنا أبو جمرة قال سمعت ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما يقول he said ابن عباس said that قدم وفد عبد القيس على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم the delegation of عبد القيس came to the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم فقالوا يا رسول الله they said oh messenger of Allah إن هذا الحي من ربيعة قد حالت بيننا وبينك كفار مضر they said oh messenger of Allah between us and you is the tribe of Rabi'ah basically the kuffar of Mudar all right, a certain tribe. And وَلَسْنَا نَخْلُصُ إِلَيْكَ إِلَّا فِي الشَّهْرِ الْحَرَامِ And we are not able to come to you except in the sacred month. Meaning because of these people, we're not able to travel safely. And we're not able to come to you very frequently. We can only travel to Medina in the sacred months. Why in the sacred months? Because all Arabs would respect the sacred months and they would not fight in the sacred months. And the sacred months are four. Right? Dhul Qa'da, Dhul Hijjah, Muharram, and Rajab. So they said, we're only able to come to you in this time. Therefore, فَمُرْنَا بِشَيْءٍ نَأْخُذُهُ عَنْكَ So command us with something that we can take from you. Meaning just tell us about things that we're supposed to do. وَنَدْعُوا إِلَيْهِ مَوْرَاءَنَا And when we go back, we're going to call people to the same thing. Meaning tell us what we're supposed to do. And when we go back home, we're going to tell the people over there also to do those things. Qala, the Prophet ﷺ said, Amurukum bi arba. Basically what they were saying is that we cannot come again and again. Just tell us the most important things. So the Prophet ﷺ said, I command you with four things. وَأَنْهَاكُمْ عَنَّ arba, And I forbid you from four things. أَنْهَاكُمْ عَنْ arba. What are the four things I command you with? Al-imani billah وَشَهَادَةِ أَلَّا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ To believe in Allah and to testify that there is no God worthy of worship except Allah. وَعَقَدَ بِيَدِهِ هَكَذَا And while saying this, the Prophet ﷺ, he showed it with his fingers, right, in his hand. وَإِقَامِ الصَّلَاةِ وَإِتَاءِ الزَّكَاةِ To establish the prayer, to give the zakah. وَأَن تُؤَدُّ خُمُسَ مَا غَنِمْتُمْ And that you will give the fifth of what you acquire as war booty. So what are the four things? That believe in Allah, meaning, La ilaha illallah. Secondly, salah. Thirdly, zakat. And fourthly, that you must hand over the fifth of war booty. وَأَنْهَاكُمْ And I forbid you عَنِ الدُّبَّاءِ وَالْحَنْتَمْ وَالنَّقِيرِ وَالْمُزَفَّتِ I forbid you from these four things. What are these four things? These are names of certain types of vessels in which alcohol was made. Different types of alcohol was made in these different vessels. They were made of different materials. And so he said, I forbid you from using them. وَقَالَ سُلَيْمَانُ وَأَبُوا النُّعْمَانِ عَنْ حَمَّادَ الْإِيمَانِ بِاللَّهِ شَهَادَةِ أَلَّا إِلَهَا إِلَّا اللَّهِ In a different narration, there is a slight variance in the text. So here also of the most important things that the Prophet ﷺ commanded these people to do was what? To give zakat. حدثنا أبو اليمان الحكم ابن نافع أخبرنا شعيب ابن أبي حمزة عن الزهري حدثنا عبيد الله ابن عبد الله ابن عتبة ابن مسعود أن أبا هريرة رضي الله عنه 
قال لما توفي رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وكان ابو بكر رضي الله عنه ابو هريره reported that when the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم passed away and there was abu bakr meaning abu bakr was the leader of the muslims وكفر من كفر من العرب and those who disbelieved disbelieved amongst the arabs because remember that after the death of the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم there were some tribes that left islam what happened is that فقال عمر رضي الله عنه Umar radiallahu anhu said to Abu Bakr, كَيْفَ تُقَاتِلُ النَّاسِ How can you fight people? وَقَدْ قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمُ While the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said that أُمِرْتُ أَنْ أُقَاتِلَ النَّاسَ حَتَّى يَقُولُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ That I have been commanded to fight until people say لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ فَمَنْ قَالَهَا فَقَدْ عَصَمَ مِنِّي مَا لَهُ وَنَفْسَهُ Whoever says this, says what? لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Then that person has saved from me his wealth and his life illa bihaqqi except for his haqq wa hisabuhu ala Allah and his and his account is on Allah meaning Allah will hold him accountable basically remember what happened was that there were some tribes which refused to give zakat also there were some tribes that believed in certain false prophets and supported them like Musaylim al-Kadhab and others and certain other tribes what they did is that they said we're not going to give zakat so Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu waged wars of riddah. Wars against certain people who had committed riddah. Riddah is what? Apostasy. Why? Because they were a major threat to the existence of the Muslims. How? Because they claimed to be Muslim, but they weren't actually following the Islam that the Prophet ﷺ had brought. So much so that people among them claimed that they were prophets. One of them, like Musalim al-Kadhab, even invented verses. Alright, and said that, I received revelation. And then there was also fear that these people might gather together and attack the Muslims in Medina. So Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu had to demonstrate the strength of the Muslims and had to show very clearly that this is not Islam. Islam is that you believe in Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa as a final prophet. No prophet is coming after him. And Islam is that you fulfill all the obligations that the Prophet ﷺ has informed you about. So, Umar objected. He said that, okay, even if they don't give zakat, they say, La ilaha illallah. And if they're saying, La ilaha illallah, why are you fighting them? Don't fight them. This was the opinion of Umar anhu. You see the, you know, a very different side of Umar anhu, a very different side of Abu Bakr Usually it was the other way around. Wasn't it? Umar was more harsh, Abu Bakr was more soft right but you see something different here how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala balances out right فَقَالَ وَاللَّهِ لَأُقَاتِلَنَّ Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu responded that by Allah I will certainly fight مَنْ فَرَّقَ بَيْنَ الصَّلَاةِ وَالزَّكَاةِ between those who differentiate between salat and zakat they're differentiating between salat and zakat they're saying we will choose salat we will not choose zakat because he said, فَإِنَّ الزَّكَاةَ حَقُّ الْمَالِ Because zakat is the haqq of wealth. وَاللَّهِ لَوْ مَنَعُونِي عَنَاقًا كَانُوا يُؤَدُّونَهَا إِلَى رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ لَقَاتَلْتُهُمْ عَلَى مَنْعِهَا He said, by Allah, if they refuse to give me a anaq, anaq is a certain type of animal, a she-goat, meaning something that's not really a big deal, a female goat, if they refuse to give that, while they used to give it in the time of the Prophet ﷺ, I will fight them. I will fight them. Qala Umar radiallahu anhu, 
Omar radiallahu anhu said, Fawallahi, mahua illa an qad sharahallahu sadra abi bakrin radiallahu anhu. Umar said that by Allah, the fact was that Allah had given Abu Bakr sharh sadr. What is sharh sadr? When you are fully confident about something. فَعَرَفْتُ أَنَّهُ الْحَقِّ So then I knew that this was the truth. So what do we see over here? That Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu waged war against those who refused to give zakat. Remember, qital does not mean qatl. Okay? Qital does not mean qatl. Qatl is to kill. Qital is to wage war again until the other submits. This was a revolt, you can say. This was rebellion. That they were kind of refusing Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. Because when they said that, no, we're not going to give zakat, what were they saying? We don't accept you as a leader. Right? We don't accept you. So this was a kind of rebellion. So it was like a penalty for them. Like a punishment for them. A disciplinary measure against them. So we see over here, again, the understanding of the companions about the obligation of zakat. That it's a must. It cannot be refused. It cannot be ignored. And again, we see in this hadith the importance of discussion and communication. That how when Abu Bakr had a certain opinion, Umar challenged him. Right? But this discussion was in a respectful way. They challenged one another. And then Abu Bakr explained his position. And Umar accepted that. But they challenged one another. Because the thing is that if a group of people are working together and you're just always agreeing with others, yes, 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 then it becomes like an echo chamber. You only hear your own voice. And you single-mindedly cannot decide what's best. You need the input of others. And this means that when a group of people are working together, they should allow one another to speak their mind. So we see that Abu Bakr anhu over here as a Khalifa didn't say, how dare you? Object. I'm the Khalifa. Accept me. Right? Or he didn't say, because I said. Because this is what I've decided. Like many times parents say to their children, because I said so. No, explain your point of view, why you have decided something. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all wisdom. The second bab is about bay'ah ala ita zakat, allegiance also. And inshallah, as we read through reports, we will learn more and more fiqh, inshallah. Jazakumullah khayran, subhanakallah wa bihamdik, ashadu an la ilaha illa anta, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.